0: Welcome to Automation Chat. As always, I appreciate you joining me. I'm your host, Teresa Hauck, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our Partner Network Magazine. This episode is a special question and answer with Ryan Williams, strategic business manager for digital solutions at Enderson Hauser. We talk about how to integrate IIoT data into your process operations to drive collaboration and optimize analytics. Also learn about strategies to organize, secure, and share data gathered from sensors, control systems, and monitoring systems, as well as what data visualization tools operators can use to help improve decision making. But first, it's time time for our family-friendly, silly joke of the day. The neighbors came by my house last night to complain that my dogs were chasing people on bikes. I told them my dogs don't even have bikes. Now here's my chat with Ryan. Hi Ryan, thanks for talking with me today. I'm really looking forward to our chat.
1: Yes, I'm very excited and uh, thank you for having me so much.
0: So today we're talking about an interesting topic, it's what to do with IOT data from process instrumentation. And as we all know, process instrumentation is one of the critical activities of effective process management and workplace organization.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, again, it's one of those topics that I have wonderful opportunity to talk with so many of our customers about, as well as my our work colleagues that we work together to support our customers. And especially that interest in how there are... You know, our process instrumentation and sensors are the eyes and ears of the touch and smell uh, that are going back to our human brains in in a production environment. So, you know, what can we do uh, as a process community, you know, to extend it beyond just this traditional set point value uh, for control? We have great monitoring and deeper analysis and other data out of these sensors that can really and are bringing to fruition uh, new business opportunities for our customer base.
0: That's a good way to describe it. And data really is a goldmine for uh, industrial firms. So let's start with this question. How can companies integrate IoT data into their daily operations to drive collaboration and break down data silos?
1: Yeah, that's a a great question. And it's one that's occurring right now in many customers and then just starting in others. Um, And including even at Anderson Hauser, and I know the same at Rockwell Automation and many other partners, uh, where they are taking what they're digitally doing and their personal lives and their work office lives and applying it to the field. Um, so just a few perspectives, what can companies do? It's around breaking down as to where are the collaborative work areas? How can maintenance and operations work tighter together? How can supply chain and production resources work more efficiently together to take care of co- new customer expectations as well as new business opportunities to improve productivity? So one of the things we've seen with IoT data and the different users that have traditionally the received data, but also asking for more, is where does that meet the value point? So we see in production and supply chain teams, they're looking to get early indication when a tank inventory level goes low. And they also want to understand the consumption rates and then get a reorder notice so that they have a, will have a greater opportunity for um, operational efficiency as, m- more importantly, a customer experience so they don't stock out. So again, we're looking at the information based on the users, teams, and how to do that. Many customers are, again, using the right tools and technology to unlock the data out of the sensors, control systems, and monitoring systems to get them into a more of a, a central area. Uh, sometimes it's referred to as a data lake or an OTIT data center um, that enables then operationally these different team members in different groups to not only have the same access to information, but to then use their specific um, user interfaces, tools, and how they feel, whether they're in more of a control room environment, maybe more on a mobile environment, or maybe in a uh, cross-functional uh, collaboration space, is how we get that not only information, but the data in a in a way where they, uh, as a team, can work on it. Um, make a corrective action, and then actually enrich or improve the data for the next opportunity. So that's how we see many customers and even ourselves that are going through a digital transformation, using using data in a daily method to drive collaboration.
0: That makes sense. And the how is so important. So what are some strategies to organize and secure and share the collected data?
1: Yeah, that's it's a, it's a really important question. So uh, the strategies, I would say, are not singular. Uh, there are multiple strategies. And, and I think it's important because every team, if you're a process engineer or an electrical instrumentation reliability manager or a, a safety engineer or a production resource, you have different needs for data. And you also have different kind of rights or privileges based on your training or expertise. So there should be multiple strategies to be able to not only collect the information but use the information based on uh, your roles and capacities. Uh, but that's really where the help of most companies, including ours, it's the ability of the IT team members to help the operational technologies teams and departments, you know, understand what data is really sensitive that maybe we that they don't want to unlock out to a business partner or to a service technician that's helping them take care of it equipment or service strategy, um, or others saying, hey, this is information that the OEM, uh, Anderson Hauser, should be able to have on a cloud application, and I should be able to access that for my cell phone, so I know the instructions for how to rewire and reinstall a specific sensor into a piping application. Uh, there's nothing sensitive about that information, and why not have it very easy for me as an, as an electrical and instrumentation technician, be able to say, I'm gonna scan this device and I'm gonna get that information on my fingertips to do my work quickly. And we see a lot of customers again using many strategies to get different information and different types of data and information to different uh, resource teams. Um, And that's where we're uh, really pleased to help uh, customers in different stages in their digital transformation journey.
0: So maintenance is a big deal. Asset management is a big deal, especially in process. So how can all this IoT data be used to help plan service and maintenance activities?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And it's being used, uh, which is excellent now these days. So, you know, sensors and transmitters and IoT data sets, you know, are at the field level. And sometimes they're surfaced up to a distributed control uh, system, um, but many times they're right at the field level. And what um, even our service technicians and our customer service technicians are many times you know, brought to the attention that there's an issue on an asset or a, a critical process. And sometimes it's done in a work instruction uh, or a work order. And that usually comes out of a computerized maintenance management system. So the ability to have flexible tools, such as a tablet, a cell phone, um, a lab, laptop, where you simply get that work instruction you know where that instrumentation issue is at, and you're knowing that because you're, it's connected. So you have a connected worker with a connected systems, and now it's connected to that sensor. And that sensor either told that system that information, or an operator observed that, asked an EI technician to remotely check it. They checked it, and then now they know how to solve the problem. So what we're seeing is IoT data today, many sensors are still connected to an analog a heart input card, or many times not even in a heart card. The heart is the analog, uh, the digital signal on top of the analog. So there's many ways for service and maintenance to be more efficient. And I think we've just scratched the surface that um, that now we're unlocking these intelligent transmitters to now be connected with the service tooling and with systems. And many companies are taking advantage of um, we call a second way to get those diagnostics by using instrumentation health monitoring applications. So we offer that at Emerson Hauser, not only on our equipment, but for third party as well, just to collect, essentially collect those diagnostics and then connect them into our service, the customer service uh, maintenance personnel, but then also make it available for partners as they see fit. And so we're seeing that through our use of our field expert uh, tablet, where it's a field communicator, but it's also, it tracks and have, you can have the ability to download that work order with that work instruction complete that so the maintenance and supervisor understands that the work's complete. And then they, they take a, a capture of the parameter and the as left documentation. And that's now centrally stored into uh, their cloud-based uh, maintenance for that asset. So when a technician on a different shift or you know three years later, uh, when another event occurs, that, that information of what was done, how it was done, and how it was left can, can easily now improve the efficiency of that technician to get that back up and running. So those are a few examples about how IoT data, along with service tooling that's digital or becoming more digital, hasn't helped improve the uptime of the facility, as well as the uh, meantime between failure and the meantime to restore on equipment.
0: So someone at uh, an industrial firm is ready to get going. What are some tools operators can use for data visualization and reports that help improve decision making?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So what we're seeing is uh, similar to uh, the conversation we had a little bit about how to deploy different strategies based on personas or stakeholders, different tools also or different user interfaces are also preferred. So if, I, um, if a customer's group and they're advancing some of their uh, strategies on an electrical instrumentation reliability team, um, they're going to use tools that are usually a little bit more mobile. Uh, in nature. So it's going to be more of a, a cell phone or if it's a hazardous area, a classified area you get equipment. So the user interface and the reporting is going to be a little more streamlined, uh, but specific to that role, but it's always going to be connected into the, uh, the data concentration or the data lake, where a lot of that diagnostic and, uh, and OEM information is being stored. As we talked about, we also have other key personas that we're seeing really evolving, and it comes around you know, the supply chain. We're seeing that right now in, in our current environment around how, how our supply chains are very important. And, and again, that's where, you know, operators can give an early indication based on the diagnostics they're reading and surface that information up maybe to an operation or production manager. Uh, he or she can look at it with a data scientist and start anticipating hey, when am I going to start? When I, I could have maybe a stock out on a tank where it may. You know, I may not be able to supply this ingredient to a key customer or an internal customer of mine to produce a different uh, product. So the ability to use data, not only in visualization and to share and collaborate with as people, but also using our systems and using the same data set drives that trust in, you know, what the teams are advising others to do. But that transparency of data then enables so many other groups within the organization to be able to drive a new outcome or a decision. So at Anderson Hauser, we have every visualization from a remote, uh, very simple, and many of our sensors will be a little transmitter with a little screen that will tell you the value and some diagnostics. We have remote versions of that. So on your cell phone or on a field expert uh, hazardous area uh, tablet, uh, PC, you can see those same values, but you can also dive in to the the specifics without having to be a specialized resource. We also have cloud-based monitoring applications where you can get a chance to orchestrate your key, uh, let's say switching personas to a quality manager that may wanna look at how much water is, am I consuming within my process? How, many wa- how much water is going out? Is it being t- pre-treated? And what are my uh, key points within my process that I want to make sure gets achieved to stay within the specifications? And so I'm no longer an engineering role or a SCADA role, I'm an environmental or a quality control manager and I have different needs of information. And at Anderson Houser, we have our Natalia Insights uh, cloud-based application that's perfect for those monitoring applications, give new users where they've had to historically go to the process control team and the operator team to get data exported. They were working in Excel or in specialized tooling. And now they can use more collaborative tools uh, that other team members are using. And we're seeing that's really uh, taking off and really is pleasing a lot of the organization's learnings as they work tighter together.
0: Well, this is really powerful, especially in the age of digital transformation where industrial analytics are everything, are the key to improving efficiency and profitability. So thank you so much for this information. It's really useful.
1: Oh, you're welcome. And again, we're very excited to, as the industry leader in process measurement uh, to really help our customers and help our partners, you know, leverage the information, not only of the sensor, but the upstream and downstream impacts that our sensors can provide new information in new ways. And so we're very happy to be able to share some of these answers uh, in in this interview, but more importantly, challenge our process industry to, you know, don't hold back on innovating and and furthering your your digital journey. Uh, Anderson Hauser and our partners are here to help you and feel free to go to enders.com for further information or contact me directly. And I'd be glad to uh, consult with you and talk through how we can help.
0: Thanks, Ryan. I've really enjoyed our conversation. This was great.
1: I did as well. Thank you.
0: And I'm Teresa Houck with The Journal Magazine, and we'll talk again soon. If you enjoy Automation Chat, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for listening.